to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Oh my God, I cannot believe that it is New Year's Eve right now, the end of 2021, going into 2022, even though it feels like we're all still trying to process 2020, it's wild, but I am so freaking grateful that we have been on this journey together this entire time. It's just so insane, and that is why today I am sharing with you five lessons that I learned in 2021. I sat down this morning and I really was reflecting, this is the time of year that I really like to go inward, take a look at the last year, what worked really well, what didn't work really well, what do I really desire for next year, who do I need to be to get there, all the things. And when I was reflecting on this, I'm like, okay, let me, what are the things I actually learned this year? I wrote a list of 15 things out that I learned and I stopped myself. I probably could have kept going because it was a very transformative year, but I'm going to share the top five with you that I think are really, really important and they're huge lessons and they, not so much that I've only learned them this year, but they really sunk in this year. And that is my desire for you when I'm teaching, when I'm teaching, when I'm talking about this right now, I am always teaching. So it's the same thing. But when I'm talking to you about these lessons that I learned, I hope that you could find something in yourself when you hear me talk about this. So let's get to it. So the first one is always trust myself. Number one lesson is to always trust myself. And you might be like, okay, Karen, blah, blah, blah. We already know this, but for real, do you actually trust yourself? I learned to always go with my gut and my instincts. And I have been doing this for more than just this year, but this is the year where I really truly realized that every single decision that I make from here on out needs to be a gut decision. Does it feel right in my gut? If it doesn't, I'm not doing it. And to instead, I'm not allowing myself anymore to make decisions out of my mind. Do not allow yourself to make decisions out of your mind. We're not meant to make decisions there. I've been really diving into human design lately, and there is going to be an interview um, on here with someone I'm working with right now in human design. She's an expert. I'm so excited to have her on but I've really been learning a lot about it. And we all have different centers where we make certain decisions. I make decisions in my gut. Some people have a splenic authority, meaning they make instinctual decisions. Some people are an emotional authority, which means they make decisions based off of their emotions. But no one, no one is meant to make decisions from their mind because our mind is the logical part where it's trying to keep us safe and it's not what's actually always best for us. When I really look back at all the amazing things in my life right now, like my relationship with my fiance, where we live, leaving teaching to run this business, growing this business, having incredible clients, the mentorship that I had this year, all that I invested in this year. I would not have done literally any of the above if I made decisions from my mind because all of those things 
required me to step back and really be like, okay, but this feels good in my gut. This just feels right. So I have to do it. Even though I'm freaking out, even though it's pretty expensive, even though I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, even though it's freaking scary, I knew in my gut that it was right. So I am always going to trust myself and trust my gut because when I really look back, every, every single decision I've made where I used my gut, it has turned out better than I could imagine. So I have to always remind myself of that to just go back to my gut, to my instincts, what actually feels good in my gut. And that is how I make decisions. So that is number one lesson. Number two is community. This is a big one. Having a community of like-minded women who support you, who lift you up, who get where you want to go and why you want to go there has been everything for me this year. I've always had incredible friends, but this year, specifically really starting the end of last year, when I started really diving into my business and becoming an entrepreneur, most of my friends weren't entrepreneurs except one of them. So I kind of was just leaning on her, right, to help me with the entrepreneurial ups and downs that happen and the mindset shifts and the beliefs you have to go through. And I mean, it's just, it's a wild freaking ride that I love, but it's wild. So when I I was looking around, I'm like, I don't like have anybody who really gets what I'm doing. Like, of course, every single person in my life supports me. My fiance supports me more than anybody. My parents support me, my family, my friends, everybody supports me. Support is freaking amazing, but having people who actually get it, who understand what you're doing, what you're going through, where you're going and are in that field with you, there is nothing freaking like it. So if for you, having people who get why you maybe want to change your lifestyle, why you're not going out and partying anymore, why you're not drinking a lot anymore, why you maybe are um, not eating meat anymore, why you're not having coffee anymore, why you want to start a business, why you want to scale your side business to leave your job, why you want to move, why you want to just up level your life. Having people who get it, who are like-minded is literally priceless. So I'm always now focusing on how I can create that environment in my life. How can I join spaces that's going to be filled with these women like this? I'm really talking about this mastermind I was a part of this year, which I've talked about many times on this podcast. It was a business mastermind I was in with my mentor, Jen Kennedy, and 13 other incredible women who have become like my sisters, honestly, because they just get it. And it's just so cool when you're around people like that, which is why stay tuned for something really exciting coming next year in this business in my business. I'm so excited for it because I'm really focusing a lot more on depth of relationships and depth of working with my clients this year and long-term containers to really go deep because that is where such transformation happens. So kind of went on a tangent, but number two is having a community of like-minded women who support you. This is also why I started doing group things because I saw how important it is to really just have that accountability, not even accountability, have that understanding when people get what you're going through, it is just so freaking priceless. So what can you think about that in your life? How can you have people around you that you can lean on when you're doubting yourself who actually get it, who aren't going to be like, just forget it. Just come out. It doesn't matter. Or just have a glass of coffee if you want it. Or who cares? You have a good job. It doesn't matter. Even if it's hard, like no, that is not going to support you in your dreams. Having people who are like-minded who get it is going to actually change everything for you. And that was one of the biggest things I've learned this year. So that is number two. Number three is that the process never ends. And this could kind of sound like a downer, but it's really not because 
It's just meaning that there's always more to desire. There's always more we can improve. There's always more to achieve. And if we're constantly seeking that, which I was for a while, like, okay, oh my God, all right, I just gotta, I just gotta build this business up enough so that I can leave teaching. And then I'm gonna be like, oh my God, I'm gonna be so excited, so satisfied, and like my life is complete. And then once that happened, I'm like, okay, now I wanna grow it. And then I do this, okay, now I wanna do this. The process never ends. There's always more desire coming to you. And that is the beauty of this life experience that we're in right now is that we're meant to continuously desire things and to create our reality based off of those desires. So the satisfaction and the success is feeling the joy along the way. We did, I was reading this in um, Abraham Hicks' um, Ask and It Is Given book. I read this years ago and I'm rereading it right now and it's hitting me so differently now than it did when I read it years ago. But in there, she says that we didn't come here to move forward. We came here to experience joy. When, when I heard that or read that, maybe it was her podcast or her book, I can't remember. I was like, oh my gosh, that was game changing for me because as someone who is really goal oriented, I'm, I always like moving forward. I don't like standing still. I'm like, okay, I just got to keep moving forward. Got to keep moving forward. Got to keep moving forward, which yes, we love growth as humans. We love expansion, but that's not the point of being here. The point is to actually experience joy and that is going to move you forward. But the point is to experience the joy. The process is never ending. You're never never just going to get where you want to go and be like, okay, my life is complete. Now I just don't do anything anymore. So instead of thinking that that's going to happen, just accept that the process is everything. The process is your life, right? So experiencing joy within the process is what's most important. And one way to, that it has helped me do that is to celebrate the now. Celebrate wherever you're at right now and what you desire is going to come quicker. We sometimes feel like, okay, I I don't want to celebrate this yet because it's not exactly the goal that I had in mind. It's not, I'm not exactly where I want to be at. I still wish I had more followers. I wish I had more downloads on my podcast. I wish I had, um, I lost more weight. I wish it was easier for me to meditate. I wish I could meditate longer. I wish I um, was growing my business quicker, whatever it is, but you need to celebrate where you are right now because appreciation and celebration of where you are is the root of being able to receive more. If we can't celebrate where we're at right now, the universe is not going to provide us with more because it thinks that what you currently have, you're not excited about. So it's not going to give you more of it. If when we are appreciative and when we're celebrating every single step along the way, that energetic vibration literally lifts you up. It puts you in a vibrational equivalent of what you actually want want some more can flow to you. Appreciation is the root of receiving. When you are appreciating everything in your life, that literally opens you up to receive even more of whatever you desire from the universe. It is always there to support you. So knowing that the process never ends, your health journey is never ending. You're always going to want to keep improving. You're always going to want to keep changing things. You're always going to want to be feeling better, having more energy, growing your business, being a better mom, being a better teacher, moving to a better place, whatever it is, it's always there. So focusing more on how you can experience joy now. What is going to help you experience joy right now? How can you celebrate where you're at in this exact moment without feeling like, oh, but I can't celebrate this because it's not exactly what I want. No, celebrate every single freaking moment along the way. And it is going to change everything for you. This is something I've learned this year and I'm still practicing because it's not something that's super easy, especially in the world that we live in where everything is like goal oriented, like got to achieve the goal, got to achieve the goal, just hustle, hustle, push till you get there. And it's like, 
Well, if I was miserable along the way and then I get there and I still want to go further, what is the point? So celebrate now. The process never ends. So start freaking loving it. And that is number three. Number four is your emotions guide you and tell you if you're out of alignment. So this has been really game changing for me really the last few months. So if you feel frustrated or bitter or disappointed or angry, that's your source, your universe, God, source, inner being, whatever you want to call it. That's your source's way of telling you that you're not in alignment and you need to reassess because our emotions, right? We were whatever you believe in, we are non-physical beings in a physical body, right? There is a separate part of us. There's a vibrational aspect to us. There is a inner source to us before we came into this physical body. And our emotions are what actually helps us. That was a thing coming from non-physical. These emotions are going to help guide you in this physical journey to achieve what you want to achieve. So follow your emotions. If you're not feeling satisfied, excited, successful, surprised, like whatever, whatever you, if you're not feeling as lit up as you want to feel, that is your inner source letting you know that you're out of alignment and you need to reassess. Maybe you need to readjust your thoughts, change your thought patterns, change your beliefs, change your actions, move to to a better feeling thought. Paying attention to my emotions and consciously choosing a better feeling thought has changed so many things in my life and just being intentional about it. If I'm in the middle of doing something and I'm feeling frustrated, I'm like, okay, wait a second. I'm out of alignment. Clearly what I'm doing right now is not working. So how can I shift what I'm doing, take a pause, maybe come back to it instead of like frustrating my way through it. Or if I'm on a phone with someone when I'm walking, right? I love to go for long walks. If you follow me on Instagram, you know this. I'm always walking when the weather permits. And if I, I really like doing that in silence a lot where I could just clear my head and, and really just allow myself to connect with what I'm doing and let my thoughts like recalibrate, right? Cause I always have so many thoughts going on, but sometimes I like talking on the phone too, but there will be times when I'm walking and I'm talking to whoever and I'm feeling frustrated and I'm like, wait, this isn't fair. Cause I'm feeling frustrated. I'm not giving my best to this person. Usually I would just allow myself to feel frustrated, continue being on the phone for 30 minutes, get home, be annoyed that I did the whole walk without doing what I actually wanted to do and then feel frustrated for the whole rest of the day. Instead, now I'm like, okay, wait a second. I'm feeling frustrated. I could identify why, and I'm going to change my actions to, to make it something that where I feel better and be like, Hey, okay, I'm sorry to cut you off. I really just have to whatever and hang up the phone and then enjoy what I want to do. It's really freaking random example right there. But the point of this lesson is to really be intentional and pay attention to your emotions because they are guiding you. Now, this doesn't mean that you're never going to feel frustrated or you can never feel sad. Of course, that's not what this is. We are meant to experience these emotions and process them, but know that it's not that it's not a place where we want to stay in. And it's a place where we want to notice, oh, okay, I'm feeling sad or frustrated or bitter or whatever. Why is that? How can I move out of that to feel more satisfied, to feel more successful, to feel happier? How can I move out of that? And by you letting your emotions guide you, you're going to move into a better feeling place and you're going to be more on the path that you're meant to be on because your emotions are always leading you towards the best path for you because your source, universe, God, your inner knowing, whatever, knows the path that you want to be on and it knows the easiest way to get you there. And it is God 
guiding you with your emotions. So follow your emotions and uh, and allow that to let you align more and f- and choose a better feeling thought, whatever it is. And it's going to change so much for you. I mean, it's changed so much for me. So with that is why it is one of the top five lessons I've learned in 2021. Okay. Now, number five is boundaries. So I've definitely talked about this on the podcast before, but boundaries has been something that's been difficult for me. I am an Enneagram too, which if you're not familiar with the Enneagram, um, that is the helper. I'm a people pleaser. My um, human design is manifesting generator. I definitely have some people pleasing in there as well. So it has been difficult to do, but starting in 2020, I really started playing around with boundaries and I really dove into it this year. So boundaries in general, they're difficult to set. They're harder, even harder to enforce, but they are amazing to experience because it is not my job and it is not your job to do something out of alignment for us just so other people don't have to feel uncomfortable because that's really what people pleasing is. You're doing something you don't want to do just so the person that you're doing it for can feel better and not feel uncomfortable. So you're sacrificing your happiness for somebody else's. And that sounds like it's very selfish, but it's really not. Obviously, certain things we have to do, yes, but doing things just to keep other people comfortable is the quickest way to disappointing yourself and to getting off your path. Because if you don't set and hold boundaries because you want to please others, you're always going to be dissatisfied because everyone is always going to want something different out of you, right? If you're trying to please your mom and your dad and your sister and your brother and your partner and your friends and your friends from this, from college and friends from high school and all these things, it is impossible to make every every single person in your life happy at all times because they all want something different from you. So when you focus on what you need and what makes you happy, you show up way better in every single situation, which in the end is what's best for everybody anyway. So don't allow other people's um, expectations of you and what they desire out of you to allow you to break a boundary that you know needs to be there just so they don't have to feel discomfort. Okay. Because that is exactly what it is. People want you to do what is going to help them stay in their comfort zone. What's going to help them be happier. How can you act in a way that's going to make me feel better? That is not fair to you. That's not how it's meant to be. So what boundaries do you maybe need to set where you are experiencing something right now that you know is out of alignment that you know doesn't feel right to you, but you feel like you need to do these things because you're people pleasing. But if you think about it, you're, if you continuously try and people please, you are always going to be getting off your path because you're allowing other people's, um, ideas and beliefs and, and desires for you get in the way of what you know is best for you. You are the only person that knows what's best for you in this exact moment. Nobody else knows what's best for you. So maybe you are invited to go to a party and it's with your family or with friends or whoever. And you know, in this moment, you're like, I know that this is not right for me right now. I know that I really need to rest. I know that I don't want to be around those people because they really just, I don't feel good when I leave them. They have a really lack mindset. I really just don't want to be around all of the alcohol and food and sugar and all these things right now. And I'm working on myself, or I really just don't want to be around these people anymore or right now, or I just, I just, just want to stay home and do what I want to do, allow yourself to do what's best for you. Allow yourself to feel satisfied, to feel successful, to feel happy in the moment without allowing other people's desires for your life cloud your judgment. So 
Those are my five lessons that I learned this year. So number one is to always trust myself and meaning always trust yourself. Always go with your gut, with your instincts, with however you are meant to make decisions, but not allowing your mind to make the decisions for you because that is always going to lead you off your path because your mind is not meant to lead you in anything. It's going to keep you in your comfort zone, which is not where growth happens. So that is number one. Number two is community of like-minded women or people in general who support you and lift you up and get where you want to go is actually priceless, priceless. It is so freaking needed. Having people to lean on when you're doubting yourself is just the most amazing thing ever. So finding that community and putting yourself in spaces that is going to create an environment that's going to help you grow instead of helping you stay where you're at right now. Number three is the process never ends. The process never ends. There's always more to desire, always more to improve, always more to achieve. Celebrate the now and what you desire is going to come even quicker because appreciation is the root of receiving. Number four is letting your emotions guide you because your emotions are guiding you. They're telling you when you're out of alignment, allow yourself to be intentional about what you're feeling and to move into a better feeling thought so you could get back on your path. And number five is is boundaries. Difficult to set, hard to enforce, but amazing to experience. Do things that are best for you. Set the boundaries and hold the boundaries that you know are going to help you without fearing that you're making other people uncomfortable because it is not your job to make people comfortable. It is your job to make you happy, to do what's best for you, to stay on your path because that is what's going to lead the most success for every single person around you, including yourself. So that is it. Those are my five lessons for 2021. I'm literally so mind blown that this year is over. I'm so grateful that you are on this journey with me. We have created such an incredible community around this podcast. I actually can't even believe how amazing it is. I'm so grateful for you. There's so many different ways that we could connect outside of this podcast. I have many different programs going on right now. I'm taking one-on-one clients. I have a lot of cool things coming up in 2022, but right now too, actually, if I want, I have a free gift for you. Okay. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm going to talk about it again. I have a free video series, which is your four steps to achieving hormonal harmony. If you're interested in that, just text me the word free to 516 516- Four three zero five one four four, and you can get immediate access to that. You could also text that number. You could text me work together to 516-430-5144. If you know that 2022 involves you really up-leveling, up-leveling your health, being around people that want to help you grow and who could support you and mentor you and understand what you're doing and really just get out of your own freaking way with your health, with your mindset, with your life in general. If you just desire working together and getting to the root of what's going on, you could text me work together. I'll let you know what programs I have going on. I'll let you know if I have one-on-one spaces open, which I do right now. So again, text me free if you want the free video series, Four Steps to Achieving Hormonal Harmony, to 516-430-5144. And if you want to work together or see the different ways that I actually have for you to work together, I have so many different ways that you can improve your health and feel better and just Oh, learn from me and be in my energy and be in my mentorship. So if you're interested in that, text me work together to 516-430-5144. Happy freaking New Year's Eve. I hope you have the most incredible New Year's. Maybe you're listening to this in 2022 already. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.